Welcome to the Veronica Campos podcast, where we have raw conversations, tips, and more about real-world topics. Motherhood, working moms, motivation, mental health, fitness, finances, time management, hardship are just a few topics. There are no limits on discussions we have. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Veronica, your host. I am so happy to be back. I feel like I am going to my therapy session every week (laughs) when I do my podcast. I've been loving it so, so much. Like I say in every single episode, I feel like it's a form of therapy and I look forward to it. And thank you guys so much. We hit over a thousand downloads on my podcast and like that's insane a thousand people listening to me. I'm shy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I am currently drinking my coffee, my cafecito in my kitchen right now. The kids are back at school. My husband's working. So I'm back on my routine. I'm currently drinking this really yummy drink that I got from an influencer. It's a golden eagle with soft top and caramel drizzle from Dutch Bros. And it is so delicious. Go try it out. It's definitely a treat. So if you're in a diet or something, it's not the healthiest drink at all whatsoever. But yeah, I'm back on my routine. I've been waking up really early, 5 a.m. to be exact. I've been doing my meditation for about like 10 minutes. I've been journaling. I love to journal and just put my thoughts, positive and negative thoughts in a notebook and then either throw it away if it's negative thoughts um, or just keep it if it's, you know, if I had like a good day the day before I write about it or anything. I love, love to journal. It puts my emotions just down and gives me almost some kind of closure. I know it's a little weird, but that's just me. That's what I like to do. I also do my affirmations and then I hit the gym from like 6.05 to 7.05. I go to Orange Theory. If you don't know about it, it's this really good class, one hour class where you do 30 minutes of treadmill. I think it's not even 30. It's 25 minutes of treadmill and 25 minutes on the weight floor. And it goes by so fast and I burn like 600 calories every single workout. That has been keeping my mental health on check. I feel really good sometimes. There's things here and there. I don't know if it's just me. Please message me on Instagram. I cannot be the only one that always feels some kind of like anxiety. I don't know. Um... I feel like it's been around, I think, because of like the 2020 pandemic. I don't know if it's because of that, but I feel like a lot of us are going through it. And even if we try really hard, that cloud on top of our head is like still there for some reason. But I've been working out and trying to stay energized. I also decided for the new year that I wasn't going to drink more that I wasn't going to drink more Red Bulls anymore just because I feel like they give me so much anxiety. I'm done. No more energy drinks for me like Red Bull, especially like Dutch Bros Red Bull. I feel like that one, it's a lot of sugar in the Red Bull. Plus they add like the flavoring, you know, 
syrup so it makes it even more sugary and they were just giving me major anxiety I've been going to bed at like around 8 or 9 p.m. the latest because the kids are back at school and I, I'm trying to wake up early. So I don't want to drink any more Red Bulls. Like I stopped drinking them like after 2 p.m. That way when it hits the evening, I'm already really tired and are not super, you know, hyped up because of the energy drink. I saw this TikTok that said entering 2023 and my well-rested, goes to bed early, drinks electrolytes before coffee, no caffeine after 2 p.m. era. And I couldn't agree with that TikTok more. I feel like this is a year where a lot of people are prioritizing their mental health and in general their health. I think we're over the pandemic, like we're past that. I know there's still cases and stuff, but I feel like people are just trying to get back to normal life and try to stay healthy this year. So if you're one of those, I hope this year is better for you. I hope this year is full of health, happiness, clarity, like everything. I wish you the best this year. But yeah, it feels great to be back in a routine and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way. The kids are back at school, so we have some time, you know, even if you work from home or you don't, I feel like it's just nice when the kids go back to school and, you know, you have time to do the things that that you want to do. Today, I want to talk about mom guilt. We all have it if you're a mom, especially if you're a new mom. I feel like a lot of my generation are becoming mom's parents. And I feel like I know, like the reason why I'm talking about this is because I've had mom guilt. I I became a mom at a really, really young age. I was 17 when I got pregnant. I had my daughter when I was 18. So I do, I have gone through it. I already have a six-year-old and a five-year-old. Even though I am pretty young, I feel like the women in my age group are barely starting to become moms. And so I feel like I do have something to share with you about mom guilt. You are young and normally around the age that you become a mom, if you become a mom, even if you don't become a mom at a young age, I feel that women have it a little bit hard, to be honest, because I've talked about this before. I feel like a mom, a woman wants to be successful. They have goals. They want to do things that they love, but then they get pregnant. And so then you have someone to care for. And then you start stepping back from your goals and dreams because you want to be a good mom and because you want to break generational curses of like, your mom not being a good mom or something like that. At least that's in my situation, right? So you want to focus on your kids because you never had that. And that is how I was. I had a lot of mom guilt when I was 18. That's when I started my career in real estate. And so I had a lot of mom guilt because 
I had this really big dream of becoming something big, but at the same time, I have a dream of being the best mom that I could ever be because I never had that. I never had, like, I absolutely love my mom. She's, I've learned a lot from my mom. I just don't feel that I ever had, like, someone that I wish I would have had as a mother. And that sounds harsh. I know. I feel bad saying it, but I had a really rough childhood with my mom and I think it has a lot to do with her culture and also the way that she grew up and the traumas that she went through. But I also, oh, and also that she was a single mom. So I understand my mom was trying to do everything she can and she still taught me a lot. I grew up being a girl that doesn't show affection because I never had affection. And I can I can get teary-eyed thinking of this because I struggle with that now, you know? I struggle with sh- showing my daughter emotions and like I'm I make that like a thing for me to do every day to show emotion and hug my kids and kiss them and love them and because I never had that. I never had someone to just constantly be telling me, I love you, you're beautiful, or anything at all. And I know that a lot of you, it was the same way because it's like a Latina culture thing, I think, that parents don't show much emotion towards you. But in my situation, I feel like it affected me more it affected me a lot because it even shows up in my relationship with my husband, I feel like, and with my children as well. I feel like I have to try really, really hard to show emotions and, you know, be affectionist. And I make it an intention for me to do that. For years, I suffered mom guilt. I would say like three years of my kid's life, the first three years, I had a lot of mom guilt. I was starting my career and I was getting busier and I just was feeling guilty leaving them with my husband, which is their dad, or my support system, which was my sister, my husband's mom, my mom, anybody like that. I was feeling weird. I felt really, really guilty making money and being successful because I always had on top of my mind that I wasn't there throughout the entire day to feed my kids and play with them and, you know, be there with them. What sucks, what really does suck is that a man, and I've mentioned this before on my previous episode, it's so easy for a man to work a lot for him to stay at work overtime because he's providing for his family. But as soon as a woman does that, she's not attending to her kids. She's not, she's choosing her career over her kids. And I feel like that's how I felt. That's how I remember people would make comments saying like, why do you have to work so much? I'm not going to mention who, but they would ask me why do you want that much money for? Why do you want to work so much? And I would just be so shocked by the question. Like I felt like going off on them. 
but I feel like people that have never struggled in their life can probably comment that because they've never struggled they've never struggled the way that I struggled I don't know if it's that but I would get those comments and people don't understand that for me for years and years I saw my mom struggle for money and to pay the bills and I saw how much anxiety she had every day worrying about money that she would sit on the table and just all day anxiety of like where the money was going to come from where was she going to give money to pay the rent the bills and as a single mom it was harder I much rather have a career or a job that helps me pay the bills than have my kids see me with anxiety nervous all day of how we're paying the next bill even if that means that I don't get to stay home with them all day every day and do things with them I feel that if you decide that you want to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom, but you're not happy and you're always mad and not always, but most of the time you're mad, angry that you're a stay-at-home mom or you're depressed or you feel a certain way because you didn't get to do the career that you wanted, I feel like you're going to end up in a worse position because your kids are going to remember you being annoyed all the time, being frustrated with them all the time than if you were to do what you love and work on yourself. If you decide to be a stay-at-home mom and that is what you'd like to do, you know, go for it. Just make sure that You also don't feel guilty for doing things for yourself when you're a stay-at-home mom because I've been there. I've been a stay-at-home mom. I was a stay-at-home mom for a couple years and you start letting go of yourself and stop caring for yourself. Just make sure that you also don't feel guilty about taking some time to feel good about yourself because I do completely feel that if you feel good, your kids will feel good and you'll have a better attitude rather than, you know, being mad or annoyed and not taking care of yourself. I like to talk to my kids like they're a bit older, even though they're five and six. I do feel like they understand and I let them know. I let both of my kids know why I'm working so hard I know that when they're older they're gonna thank me because I know what it's like to not have things going to school feeling like you're less feeling a certain way because you don't have anything or seeing your parents struggle and your parents with anxiety all the time and you know trying to make ends meet and I let them know that they have things And we go to these vacations because I go to work. So I explained to them, sometimes my daughter, I used to feel super guilty when my daughter would say, you're going to work again? Now I tell her, yes, I'm going to work. Did you like that dress I got you at Target the other day? Did you like the vacation when we went to Hawaii and Universal Studios? And then she says, yes. And that doesn't mean that I'm gone 24 hours a day. I'm back at 5, 6 p.m., a normal time. You know, I don't have to be with them 24-7, but I do talk to her like an older girl and son. Um, 
to let them know this is what I'm why I'm doing it so that we can have things and you know travel and do the things that she loves get the toys not all the toys but you guys know what I mean like get things I explain it to her and then she'll be like okay mom and then she'll give me a hug and a kiss and then you know I go but I used to cry about it I remember when she was younger she'd be like mom why do you work all the time because she went from like having a stay-at-home mom to working till like 5 6 p.m sometimes later when I started my career but I adjusted but yeah and then when I get home at around 5 6 I cook dinner and I'll you know talk to them, put my phone down, ask them about their day and have a movie night or go get a cookie and ice cream or something, you know, and they're happy now. They don't even complain. They know that their mom's going to come later and that we'll have dinner and have a movie night or hang out. And they don't tell me that anymore at all. I do think that they'll hold a grudge on you growing up, seeing you stressed with a lot of anxiety, struggling with money. They will also see how hard you worked and how you managed to be successful and still, you know, manage being a mom and doing everything. I personally, from experience, know that I hold a grudge because I feel like my parents could have worked a little bit harder like it's not that hard to you know have a normal stable job and so I hold that grudge because I mean like I love my mom I forgive her and everything but I do feel that way that it's like it wasn't that hard to just have a normal life consistent career and I know that my kids will be grateful for that. And I know that your kids will be grateful for that as well. So yeah, I no longer am at work and worried about, oh, I should be with my kids. Now I'm at work and I'm focused on work. And then when I get home, I'll focus on my family and my kids. But I no longer allow it to make me feel guilty for being at work like it used to. And let's talk about mom guilt not on the work side but just mom guilt in general feeling like you are not feeding your child the healthy stuff that your house might not be clean that you don't know if you're teaching them to be a good child that is also a whole other form of mom guilt that I also used to have but what really has helped me in that mom guilt because I don't know I think becoming a mom is so so hard because it's your first time being a mom and if you had a good mom then you start comparing yourself am I gonna be as good as my mom or you know in my situation where I had a good mom but it wasn't great then you start worrying if your child is going to have like if you're good enough if you're capable of being a good mother if you didn't have a great mother right so what really has helped me on that situation is I try not to compare myself to anybody I like to you know talk to my husband on how we're raising our kids the expectations and also 
nobody is perfect. You need people need to understand, women need to understand that we're not perfect as long as you're trying really hard. And maybe sometimes I also think that mom guilt is can be a positive thing, even though it's I'm not saying a fully positive thing, but you know what I mean? Like it also makes you think and try harder almost because you have that you know it on top of your mind if you're good or not because I feel like if you have mom guilt it's because you're a good mother it's because you are thinking and are mindful of what your kids how your kids are growing so know that even though I don't have a lot of mom guilt I feel like I still have it a little bit you know like it's not fully fully gone but I've learned how to deal with it and how to you know not make me for it to not make me feel depressed or make me overthink about it there's this author on a book called forget having it all and she solves on like the mom dilemma and it says we expect women to work like they don't have children and raise children as if they don't work because of this women feel guilty guilty for working and guilty for not working i think that sentence is so true it's crazy how much pressure we have as women but let's end it let's not feel guilty and if you do feel guilty just know that just because you feel guilty you're a good mother because you are like I mentioned mindful of how you're raising your kids and that already makes you a really really good mom thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast it was a quick hopefully motivating episode for you to not feel guilty about working and doing things or feeling guilty about random things that we feel guilty for that make no sense. Just know that you're an amazing mother and that you can do it all. I'll talk to you guys next week.